The following broadcast is brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International. What I'm doing this morning will be in two parts and we'll complete it tonight because then Wednesday is ladies, so I'm going to put it all in here. I want you to take your Bibles and go with me to the book of Mark, Mark's Gospel, chapter 16. These are the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to read from verse 15, and he said unto them, go into all the world, preach and publish openly the good news, the gospel to every creature of the whole human race. He believes and adheres to and trusts in and relies on the gospel. And him whom it sets forth and is baptized will be saved from the penalty of eternal death. But he who does not believe, who does not adhere to and trust in and rely on the gospel, and him whom it sets forth will be condemned. And these attesting signs will accomplish, will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents. And even if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. That means even if you forced and they inject you with deadly stuff, it will not harm you. I'm going to take it that far. They will lay hands on the sick and they will get well. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken, was taken up into heaven and sat down the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord kept working with them, confirming the message by attesting signs, miracles that closely accompanied it. Amen. So be it. I'm so glad that that passage is there, although some people have removed that from their Bible. They literally have a holy Bible full of holes. Now go with me to the book of John chapter 14. Now if you were here last Sunday, you heard me speak a message entitled, Just Like Jesus. Everybody say, Just Like Jesus. But who was Jesus just like? So look at John 14, verse 9. Jesus replied unto the disciples, Have I been with all of you for so long a time, and you do not recognize and know me yet, Philip? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you then say, Show us the Father? So Jesus said, If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. We talked about just like Jesus. When he comes and makes his home on the inside of you, then you're going to do exactly what he tells you to do, and you're going to act just like Jesus. So people say, what are you doing? So I'm following Jesus. Why are you doing that? Because that's what he told me to do. So I'm just like Jesus. Now you're going to get a reaction from the religious people who hate the fact that you're just like Jesus. They want you to be like Beelzebub. Are you with me? They want you to be like anybody other than Jesus. So the number one thing they're going to work on is to irritate you, get you mad, so that you act not like Jesus. (laughs) How many know that some people have a way of pushing buttons? Somebody... (laughs) 
<laughs> they came to me. They were carrying on, and, and I was standing there just like totally calm, you know. And the, you can't believe what they told me to my face. And under my breath, I was just standing there going, because they called that I wasn't saved, and they called me all kinds of terrible names. And I was just standing there just looking at them, just calm. And I was under my breath thinking, you don't know how saved I am. The fact that I don't just punch you lights out right now. I just, 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 boom, hit you. Is a sign and a wonder that I'm saved. And so the sign and a wonder was the fact that I didn't knock him out. That was a great sign and a wonder because your natural instinct is boom. Fivefold ministry. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Boom. But the Lord kept me calm. It's only when I went away I got angry. I thought, you let him do all that. You didn't do anything to him. You know, you didn't say anything, you know. But the enemy is always going to try to draw you into his arena because if he draws you into his arena, he can take you out. But the weapons that we have are not flesh and blood. Not flesh and blood. The weapons we have are mightier than anything that the world has. Are you with me? The weapons that the world has are natural weapons, but the weapons we have are not carnal. But we have the power of God and the anointing of God. Just like Jesus, when they came to grab a hold of him, he walked through the middle and they couldn't touch him. And you'll see that take place. Can you say amen? So Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He was the express will of the Father. He said, I don't come to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. So everything you see in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you know is a reflection of Jesus. He walked up to people, your sins are forgiven you. Walked up to people, take up your bed and walk. Even the woman that was caught in adultery, under the law, she should be stoned. He didn't even respond. They were there. She should be put to death. She's been caught in adultery. We caught her in adultery, and Jesus, <laughs> he, he wasn't even going to get sucked into that. He just bent down, rode in the sand, and one by one, they dropped their rock, and off they went. How many want to know what he wrote in the sand? Who was the woman you were with last night, Jack? And Jack looked at that and dropped his rock and off he went until one by one, all the rocks were down. And he said to the woman, where are your accusers? She said, I don't have any. He said, I don't accuse you either. Go sin no more. And she went away happy and impacted everybody she came into contact with. Because that's our job, is to forgive people of their sin. So we said, only God can do that. He said, whoever sins you remit, their sins will be remitted. Whoever sins you retain, they'll be retained. Sorry, go, keep. (laughs) People getting back to their seats. Yeah, I, I, we can escort people to their seat. So say this after me. Jesus said, 
If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Say it again. Say it again. Say, Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. John 14 and 9, that's the scripture. John 10 and 30, I and my Father are one. So was it Jesus coming and doing something and the Father was sitting in heaven going, I just wish he wouldn't do that. Oh, he shouldn't have said that. He was the express will of his Father. And Jesus even said, I don't do anything but that I first see my father do it. So when Jesus went in and turned over the tables of the bankers and used whips and beat them, it's because that's what his father wanted. He wasn't having a bad day. Can you say amen? John 6. And 28, for I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. So you can get a great picture of what the Father's like by looking at Jesus. Jesus came to save and to heal and to deliver and to set free. Now, the word of God is very plain when it tells us those that know their God will do exploits in his name. One of the biggest problems we have today, even in ministry, is that people don't know God. They know about him, but they don't know him. Because if they knew him, they would not act the way they do. And I'm not talking about people's failings. I'm talking about the very fact If they knew about God, then they would know we are not shutting the church down because no one is going to die from any stinking virus. And I'll just tell you right now, they've got other viruses planned. They're already planning. Dr. Pinocchio, that little God gnome, suddenly appeared this week to say that everybody should get the fourth vaccine. Pfizer's making an announcement of the fourth vaccine. They are not going to go away. This is called midterm election. Make everything go bye-bye. The moment the election is done, they're coming back harder and stronger with another virus worse than the first. I promise you it is not going to go away. This is all being planned. You listen to what I'm talking about. So you either believe the word of the Lord or you're going to die on the next round. Listen to what I am telling you. You either believe in the God of miracles, signs and wonders, laying hands on the sick and casting out devils, or you will die on the next round. This is not a game. We are in the closing of time even now, and God is raising up an army of men and women full of the fire of God, full of the anointing of the Holy Ghost that will march through the land and set the captives free. The devil is not going to have his way. This is the hour of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ arising in power and the anointing with signs and wonders and miracles.
So they say, shut your church down. No. I talked to headquarters. My head, my head office said, keep it open. Somebody said, you'll get arrested, you'll, you'll die. Come on down then. Y'all welcome. Come on down. We're not buying into the lies of the devil. Listen, you haven't heard me talk about a lot of stuff unless you follow me on the news program. I should do another whole session here one Sunday to show you what's actually being planned right now while everybody's distracted with the Ukraine and Russia. Russia, Russia. It was Russia five years ago. Russia, everything's Russia. Russia, 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 Russia. It's not Russia. That's all a decoy. So while they're under the guise, while you're distracted over here, they're doing stuff over here. You better get what I'm sharing with you. This is very important for your life, for your children, for your grandchildren, for your family, for your neighbors, and everywhere you go. This is very important. Muy importante what I'm sharing with you. Say it again. If Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And when we speak about the Father, we speak about the creator of heaven and earth. I knew that this past Wednesday, really was the 16th, the 17th was Thursday, this past early morning, 10 after 2, was exactly two years ago when the fire came into my room. And when that fire came into my room and crossed over my body, it was the very essence of God himself. It was what I called the absolutes of God. I shared it in the message on Friday, Wednesday night called the seven spirits of God. There was no variation in him. It was absolute life. It was absolute light. It was absolute love. And it was absolute holiness. It was so beautiful. The holiness was the most overwhelming a characteristic was so overwhelming that it took my breath away. I couldn't breathe. I was, <laughs> I was like that. And as this fire crossed over and came towards me, I knew, I knew you will know things instantly. Things that would take you years to learn at a school, you'll know in split seconds. Why? Because you suddenly are in the presence of the creator of heaven and earth. The one that took the hammer of creation and struck the anvil of time and caught the sparks and flung them out into space to deck the starry sky that the universe is still expanding at the speed of light. Let me tell you, I mentioned this on Wednesday night. If you go into the middle of Orion's belt, the birthplace of stars, where the wind is blowing at five million miles an hour, where galaxies are being formed inside of Orion's belt, who are we talking about? Who did that? Who built that? My father built that. My heavenly father built that. But my heavenly father loved you so much that he sent Jesus to come, to humble himself, to take on human flesh, to come to the earth, to go to a place called Calvary, to go to the cross, to pay the price for your sin so you could be free. No wonder 
The psalmist said, what is man that thou mindful of him? Or the son of man that thou visitest him? We look like ants. We look like little ants. But he considered us and he came not only to redeem us, not only to save us, but he came to make his home on the inside of us. He came to live on the inside of us. He came to reside on the inside of us. And when he makes his home, he doesn't leave and come back and leave and come back. You're the one that either acknowledges him or doesn't acknowledge him. You're the one that must let him come and live big on the inside of you. Down through the centuries and down through the years, for the past 2,000 years of the church, men and women have allowed the Holy Spirit to come and live big on the inside of them. And those individuals were used by God to write history, to see a whole nation shaken. And I believe that there are men and women here on this field here today, and you that watch by way of television, that you are called of God in this hour, in this generation, to allow God to come and live big on the inside of you, to write history. You are not here to read history. You're not here to observe history. God has called you to write history. You are history makers, and God will raise you up, and you will go from this place, and you will light the fires of the Holy Ghost in the nations of the earth. Now I wish I could just sit here and just do a nice little talk, but it's exploding on the inside of me. I can't help it. It's like holy bombs exploding on the inside of me, as the prophet of old said, it's just like a fire shut up in my bones. It's like a fuego. It's like a fuego. It's like a fire. It's like a fire shut up in my bones. It's a holy fire. It's a holy fire. Hallelujah. I feel it in my hands. I feel it in my feet. I feel it in my mouth. I feel it in the air. I feel it everywhere. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody said, you can't live like this. You have to calm down sometime. Oh, really? Oh, really? When you were in the world, you lived like the world lived. You didn't calm down. You went out on the town. You got drunk every night. You sniffed everything. If you couldn't sniff it, you injected it. If you couldn't inject it, you drank it. You did it every day, all day, and you went overboard. Well, bless God, I know how to drink from the fountain of life. I know how to drink the new wine of heaven. Can you say amen? This is for every one of you, from the little child to the oldest saint. And God gives it without discrimination. Well, that's the fire of God falling all across the field right now. You don't have to wait till the end to where I say, every head bowed, every eye closed, nobody looking around believes an attitude of prayer. You can receive it right now. 
I feel the Holy Ghost running up and down this field. I feel the fire of God running up and down this field. This couple drove 650 miles just to get in a service on a Sunday morning. You know a church that's alive is worth the drive. Hallelujah. And a church alive is where you thrive. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You might be sitting here and say, Pastor, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. You're feeling what I felt when the fire came in my room at 10 minutes past 2 o'clock in the morning time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This fire, this holy fire will empower you to walk through every attack of the enemy, to walk through every storm that will come your way. And you're gonna act just like Jesus. And you're gonna look just like your father. Somebody say, who's your daddy? His name is El Shaddai, the God that is more than enough, the all-sufficient one, the God of plenty. Who's your daddy? He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the way maker. He makes a way where there is the way. He furnishes a table in the wilderness. He makes the crooked path straight. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. You say, what are you doing? I'm taking my Sunday morning stroll. This is my regular Sunday morning stroll. for what God is going to do this week. Get ready for what God is going to do this week through your life. Through your life. And when they tell you to calm down, tell them I'm not calming down. I'm just getting started. Oh, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it, I feel it. Shaprokumbrandon de ribacasto. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, this cannot just be on one minister. It must be on the whole church. Everybody, the whole body of Christ together as one. Marching through the land. You've got nothing to do with the service. You are the service. And wherever you go, it's about to happen. It's about to come down. Stuff's going to happen today. When Monday arrives, you say, stuff's about to happen today. Why? Because great is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Somebody said, I'm too old. You ain't too old. You're just right. I said, you're just right. 
You're not too old. Let me tell you, there are some seniors coming along that are not buying into this story that you're supposed to be dead and you're supposed to retire. These seniors are getting anointed and they are being empowered and they are refiring by the Holy Ghost to march through the land and set the captives free. People say, I thought you were gone. Can I finish you? Greater. 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 They're okay, they're fine. They're not, they're, they're not in trouble. Dus die kracht van die heilige geest. Die salving van die heilige geest. Pinkste in die jimmel. Blijdschap. Vreugde. Je moet nou lachen. His wife saying more Lord, more. Joy, 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 joy. You know why you're holding those muscles? Because you haven't used them in a while. You have not used those joy muscles. Joy, 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 joy. The Bible says your heavenly father sits in the heavens and he laughs. Does he need this? Did he need this? Does he need this? He needs it. most being will flow rivers rivers of living water come on Wim Young Wim Young if you don't know what's happening go ask Reginald
If you've seen me, if you've seen me, when you, we look at some of your kids, when we see your children, we see you. I said, when we see your children, we see you. <laughs> Over the years, people told me, you cannot have church like this. They said, no one will come. <laughs> If you have to dress like this, nobody will come. Get them, Lord, get them. Get every one of them. Get them, Jesus. He's anointing your head with oil. He's filling your cup to overflowing. That same power is coming into your home right now, you that are watching by way of television across America to millions of homes. I just pick on you for now. That's the power of the Holy Spirit coming into your living room. Depression is going right now. Depression is going. Depression is going. Bondages are going. Addictions are going right now. Liberty, freedom, blessing, healing, life, joy is come. There's people sitting here right now. You might not know what to do or which way to go. God is dropping into your spirit, giving you direction for the next week, for the next month, and even for the next year. Bring that lady here, bring her here. Come here, bring her here, bring her. Come here. Lift your hands. 
fire from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Hallelujah. 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 This is for every tribe and every tongue. This is the solution to the problems that the world is facing even now. Fire. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Those that know that God will do exploits. Some people are not even doing exploits. You called to do exploits. Every one of you are called by God in your realm, in your sphere to do exploits for him. You can't do it without the power of God. It's the power of God that will propel you. It's the power of God that will move you. The, the power of God will cut you through the opposition. The power of God will keep you ahead of the enemy. Don't worry about the noise. Yesterday at the car show, there were a lot of cars. When they came in here, they made a lot of noise. Some had bigger engines than others. So with some people, you hear a lot of noise. They just got a different engine. Some have no exhaust pipes. So, so, so don't worry about it. But they're all vehicles that God's going to use. Some are just little rotary engines. Some are, just, are electric. They're just quiet. You don't know. But they're still going to go places. They just needed their batteries charged today. You're getting your batteries charged for this next week, for the remainder of the month. Can you say amen? Now, I want you to listen carefully to me. When this first started happening in my meetings, I had a lot of ministers tell me, you're gonna get a bad reputation. <laughs> and that there are many doors that are gonna close for you. <laughs> But I tell you what has helped me, it's helped keep me where I'm supposed to go. And that the people that would not like what God was doing would actually end up killing me. Are you with me? So the Lord kept me safe. And now 85 countries of the world, and we're not finished yet. Can you say amen? 
And here I am with a tribe of the Floridian people in a remote region of Hillsborough County <laughs> in the city of Tampa. Tampa Bay, that's called the Bay of the Holy Spirit. Tampa in the Indian dialects, in Indian dialect means fire sticks. And Tampa is also the lightning capital of the world. When we first bought this building, they said, just to warn you, this building is struck by lightning more than any other building in the I-4 corridor. I said, I'll take it. <laughs> so this place is a place where people come and get struck by the lightnings of God. And then the Lord uses them and they go out. And that's what God's going to do with every single one of you. Even this very next week. Can you say amen? amen. Just so you know, if you're visiting with us, this joy is actually heavenly joy. This is not an amusement of the mind, but an overflow of the heart, where God makes you happy and makes you glad. I look over the place, I see different people being touched by the Lord in an unusual way. When this first started happening, ministers said to me, you'll be known as the laughing preacher. I was horrified. because we have many people that just weep as well. And they didn't call me the weeping preacher. In actual fact, that many times I weep. And so everybody didn't want me to get labeled because of my reputation, they said. But you know, as you know, I don't really care. I got arrested. So whatever reputation you did have went out with the face, the mugshot. How many just sense his presence this morning? La presencia de Dios. His presence. His presence.
I want to challenge everybody in this pavilion to this week. to do some exploits. Somebody said, Pastor, is it something that you pre-plan? No, you're just going along and then suddenly God tells you to do this. And you do it and that's when he does what he does. It's not anything that you wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to go do this. You're just going about your daily life and then suddenly and then God does what he does. Let God do what he wants to do this week through you. Where you're acting just like Jesus, but really people get to see who your father is because he's a good God. He's a good, good, good God. He's an awesome God. The world thinks that he's mad at them He's not. He loves them. He's calling them. The world thinks he wants to kill them all. He doesn't. He doesn't. Somebody said, well, that day will come. Yeah, but not right now. Right now is his mercy, his grace. And you will be the extension of his mercy and his grace to the lost and dying world. You are his hands and his feet and his mouthpiece. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just lift those hands and just thank him right now. Let me just speak this word over you right now. Father, let this be the week of supernatural signs and wonders and miracles. Let this be the week of your glory being made manifest through each and every person to a lost and dying world that people in the central Florida region will see your hand and they'll know that God is alive for this many have been told that he's dead, that he doesn't care, that he's not concerned about humanity, but those are all lies. And when your precious people get to these individuals, their lives shall be turned from darkness to light and the fire, the same fire that's on them shall come upon the individuals and their lives will be changed and transformed. Let there be the eternal work of heaven manifest this Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then next Sunday we'll celebrate. Let this woman's conference Lord, over, over 3,000 ladies have registered as they come here. The moment they walk on the property, your power to touch them. And through these ladies, their families will all be touched. Their children will all be touched. And you raise them up to be mighty women of God. And I thank you for it. And I give you praise for every person here, individual, couple, young, old, single. Would you use them? for your glory. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Say this out loud, say, Lord, this week, I'll do exactly what you tell me to do. I'll go where you tell me to go.
I'll say what you tell me to say, and I'll be what you tell me to be. Amen. I want everybody to bow your heads across this place right now. I want to give an invitation. Two things will happen here. We're going to give a call for people in quite a number of categories. The only people moving right now should be the workers. And then after that, we're going to receive communion because that's the way that, that's what's kept the church for all these years. So don't leave till you've had communion with us. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed, I want to give you an invitation here today. Maybe you came on this field or you tuned in, you're watching by television. You've never given your life to Jesus. Friend, I want to ask you a question. What would happen if today was your last day on the earth? If you breathed out your last breath today, where would you go? Where would you spend eternity? I want you to know there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. You don't have to go to a devil's hell because 2,000 years ago, on Calvary's cross, the price was paid and the blood was shed. And just like that old song said, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all the guilty stain. Today, the power of sin will be broken. The power of guilt and shame will be removed from your life. You might have come one way, but you'll leave another way. Today, he touches you. Will you surrender to him? Will you say, okay, Lord, I give up. I surrender today. He loves you. He loves you so much. Maybe you came under this pavilion or you're watching by way of television. You gave your life to the Lord in days gone by, but you've grown cold. You're not serving God like you should. You lost that joy, that peace, that first love. But today, as the Spirit of God was moving through this great people, you felt His presence. And you said even to yourself, oh, if only I could have that. Maybe there was a time in your life when you had that, but you lost it. But today he wants to restore you. Maybe you lost your first love, that peace, that joy that you once had. The things that came in and touched your heart, pride, unforgiveness, bitterness, jealousy, anger, lust, the hidden things that clogged the heart of man. Today, he will come and take that out of you and you'll leave your changed, not by the hand of man, but by the hand of the Lord. Maybe you're here under this pavilion or you're watching in your homes and you say, I gave my life to the Lord, but past a storm came against my life, a sudden divorce, a bankruptcy, the loss of a loved one, a sudden illness, the betrayal of a close friend, the loss of a job. Something happened that rocked me it took my breath away. It knocked the life out of me. But today I want to come back. I want to be restored. Today, if you surrender, he will come. And then lastly, maybe you hear, you say, Pastor, I do love the Lord, but I don't have that assurance that I'm saved. When I think about it, I always wonder, am I really saved? And there's many people, they contact me, say, I'm not really sure. Today you can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're a child of God. If this is you and you fit into any one of these categories, I want to pray with you and for you. Right where you are, quickly, without any hesitation whatsoever, put your hand up right now and say, pray for me. I need Jesus. Thank you. God bless you. Raise up high. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. 
Just slip it up high. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Raise up high and say, yes, that's me. I'm coming to Jesus today. From this day, I'm never going to be the same again. All across the field. Once you've raised, you can put it down. I want you to look at me, if you would, please. On this side, you didn't raise your hand, but want to be included in the prayer we're going to pray right now. You didn't raise your hand, but want to be included. Quickly, put your hand up right now and say, include me. Anybody else? Do it right now. In Jesus' name, thank you. I was five years old when I walked the aisle. This middle section, you didn't raise your hand, but want to be included. Slip that hand up right now and say, include me. Yes, sir. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. God bless you. Anybody else? Slip it up high and say, yes, yes. That's me. That's me. Then this section over here, you didn't raise your hand, but want to be included. Put that hand up right now and say, yes, pray for me. I want every person that raised your hand to stand all across the field, quickly stand, young and old. Go ahead and stand right across the field right now. We're going to pray together. I want you to come from where you are. Come stand right here. We're going to pray. I says, if you'll help them, come. Today is your day of freedom and liberty. Come. He calls you now. Father Jesus. Come on, there are others. The Spirit of God speaking to quickly come. To follow Jesus. I have decided. To follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Cross before me, the world behind me. The world behind me. The cross before me. The world behind me. The cross before me. Take the whole world, but give me Jesus. Coming. Still coming. 
is still coming. In the beginning of April, we're going to do a giant water baptism. Maybe they're doing one today. Oh, there is one today. So if you haven't been baptized in water, we'll baptize you here. You know, somebody got baptized last Sunday. It was freezing cold. You had to have really faith to get baptized last Sunday. Huh? The what? Five people got baptized in the freezing cold. Did you have to break the ice off of the tank? You know, you laugh. I've actually baptized people in the reservoir. We had to break the ice and then step inside the reservoir. Reservoir. You, you get in there, you go, <laughs> it's not the anointing, it's just the cold <laughs> on a farm in the Eastern Cape of Southern Africa. Amen. I want you to stretch your hand out towards these precious people. Let me just talk to you here today. If you mean busy with God, God means busy with you. We're going to pray one prayer, one prayer fits all. I want you to close your eyes and raise your right hand to heaven. That's where your help comes from. Believe it in your heart and say it with your mouth. Say this out loud. Say, Father, I come to you in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Lord, you said in your word, if I confess with my mouth, Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. And I believe in my heart that God has raised you from the dead. I will be saved. So, Father, right now, I confess Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for shedding your blood for me. Thank you that on the third day you rose for me. And thank you that you're coming back again for me. From this day on, I'll never be the same again. I confess Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. He is my Lord and my Savior. And right now, by faith in the finished work of the cross and by the shed blood of Jesus, I am saved. Thank you, Lord, for saving me now. Now just lift those hands and thank him right now. Now, this is a family. What do you What do you do? Yeah. You want? Okay, and you? All right. Well, the Lord's going to do something great with your family. Okay. How old is this little one? Four years old. How you doing, my friend? I was five years old when I came to the altar. Father, I thank you for this family, of that what you're doing in their life. From this day, they'll never be the same. I pray over every single person standing here right now. I break every curse. I break every witchcraft. I send it back to its place of origin. I break every addiction. I break every bondage, every thing where the enemy's had a foothold is broken off of you now. From this day, you'll be set free. From this day, you shall no more be tempted 
or pushed by the enemy into the wrong realms. From this day, heaven's plan and heaven's purpose shall be enacted in your life. And Father, raise them up to be mighty men and women of God and use them. Use them in Jesus' name. This program has been brought to you by the friends and partners of Revival Ministries International in Tampa, Florida. For more information on the ministry of Drs. Rodney and Adonica Howard-Brown or for additional resources, visit Revival.com.